Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's, there's, there's very few that can't, you but, know. But but, but Tua isn't beating folks running no, for first true. downs. It's He's true. probably one of them. Try to think like around I mean, the league. Again, Dak there. can get you with legs. Jalen can get you it. with legs. Yeah. Yeah, if he needs to, most the the prototypical quarterback has that. That's right. That's the thing on Penix. You know, mm-hmm. can that he, he really can doesn't he, can he really doesn't have. It's what we wondered about C.J. Stroud until college football playoff last. No, he no, but but C.J. really does. He hadn't shown it beforehand. Oh, he's sh- no, dude. He's run for first downs this year now. Yeah, we've seen more of the quarterback we saw in the college football playoff. He just does. He's, he's just comfortable. He, he's, he's comfortable just, yeah. in the pocket. He's a pocket yeah. quarterback. Yeah, but he's got it there. I don't think Penix. You know, because of the injuries. Has that, but I'm not. I, I I root for that kid. I think he's a. There, there's probably a place for him in the NFL. Let's see what's he got this year. He has. Uh, he he has. He rushed one time last week against the Titans. He's rushed 36 times, 147 yards, three touchdowns this year as CJ Stroud. So, not really a part of his game. Can can he's only he's only had one game this year where he's had over 21 yards rushing. Yeah, but again, he, it's there though. It is there. Again. Yes, saw that last. Year. But he just he just wants to throw, <laughs> and he, and uh, oh, I like it. I mean, I mean that's that, that's what you want. That guy is like God's beating you from the pocket. He's got a big game this weekend. It, it's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask of him this weekend, going into Indianapolis, basically you know with the division on the line. You know, a rookie quarterback. Um, I want I want to believe Houston can do it. I really do. I want to believe in C.J. Stroud, but man, it's it's tough to do that on the road at Indianapolis on a Saturday night. You know, I don't know. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot because I mean these dudes already went from three wins a year ago. I mean, it's about how much faith do you have in Indy? All of a sudden, is yeah. you got a ton of faith in them? No, I don't. I don't. I, I just you know I think I think there's a little bit more there at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, with Jonathan Taylor and you know, but it's not like it's like a big. Uh, it's not like it's a big gap at all. You know, it's close. It's a tough game. It's basically a pick'em. You know, so and I w- I would agree that the Houston Texans are probably minus three and a half on a neutral. So I don't think it's a crazy line by any stretch of the imagination. 
It's just like who's going to make the mistake first? Is it going to be CJ or Gardner? You know, that's what it feels like it's going to come down Minshew. to. Um, and it could be, and it very well could be. All right, Jeff Cog is going to join us at one twenty-five. Talking to him about the Tigers, about the Grizz. And more. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you try to film ESPN? The best wings in Memphis belong to the wing guru. Y'all know that. Shout out to Billy Richmond for doing that. Making it happen, Captain. With the best wings in town. I go with the garlic sriracha. That's what I like to go and get at Wing Guru. But you may want to try the Can't Catch Cow sauce. You may want to try the Triple J sauce. That's the beauty of it. You want them hot? You want them mild? You want flavor? It's all there at the Wing Guru locations all around Memphis. You know what you got to do? Get over to Wing Guru today. Yep. Get over to Wing Guru all through the month of January because you got a 20-piece party wing for just 20 bucks. Best deal in town because it's the best wings in town. And 20-piece party wing, 20 bucks. That's at all Wing Guru locations and online at thewingguru.com where you can do your business there just as well. Billy Richmond is uh, taking the chicken, taking the wing in particular. He's put the best sauces on the planet on them, and it's the best eating you can do. Uh, if you haven't already, try it for yourself. Uh, at any one of the local Wing Guru locations. Also in Atlanta as well, but Arlington, Mount Moriah, Cairoville, Millington, Whitehaven, we've got you covered. Also at thewingguru.com. Get that January special 20-piece for just 20 bucks. when you see Bill Richmond. You tell them. Jason and John sent you. So Memphis is back in action tonight against, uh, as we've talked about, Tulsa. Uh, let me check the – I want to see what the official uh, uh, point spread on this game is. And uh, there have been no updates on Caleb and David Jones, correct, correct. since yes. Penny last spoke. Also no update on uh, Jordan Brown. We're continuing to wait on that update. No, we are not waiting on that one. As well. You are. you still holding out hope. I just, I just want to get the official. Uh, that number's out all the way to nine and a half tonight uh, for the Tigers against Tulsa. And again, I think that is appropriate. Uh, This should be a double-digit win by the University of Memphis. Tulsa is, again, don't let that record fool you. They ain't good. Remember when you were telling me that you wanted uh, you thought there were still things to clean up defensively, and I was telling you I think there's more things to clean up offensively than defensively. Mm -hmm. Are you with me now? Well, I mean, Defensively, they're 30th in the country. They are better defensively than they are. Offensively, they are 58th. Yes, still turn the ball over too much. Yeah, there are I mean, times they, where they get out of the yeah. flow and it becomes a little little hero ballish. And Penny has talked about it and, and much has been written about it. But there are still things to clean up offensively. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do think you know having a Naquan Tomlin get in there and get you a bunch of offensive rebounds can, mm-hmm. can really help do that. You know, where you're not yeah. you're not so reliant on whether or not the three you know the three balls dropping or your your ISO games working uh, that can help you. But they're they're Barth wrote about it over Dale and Memphis, and I know you saw it and you did a podcast with them. There there are some still some things to clean up, you know, offensively. I know you feel good about where the Tigers are eleven two, but you know there have been some stretches there where it's been ugly. You know, especially for the level of experience you've got on the floor. Yeah, I mean, look, their their three point shooting has to improve. There's no doubt about that. I mean, that to me is like the part. It's what's like hovering around 33% right now, 33, 34%. I mean, that's got to improve uh, for this team. But I think it can. I think I think those splits will get better as we get into conference play. My concern is you get into these games, John, and it goes slow and Penny decides, you know what, I'm going to play five more guys. I'm going to pull these five out. And all of a sudden you're trying to get everybody in there. And as opposed to, you know, sure, you'll see what everybody can do. And you can probably get through this conference schedule playing it that way. But do, does that get you to, like we talked about, that flow that you're you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Now maybe there's a way to do both. 
find the flow with your top seven, eight guys that you're really going to need by the time you get to the end of the conference play and it's Florida Atlantic you're looking at and you want to be in a nice flow offensively. But I, I, I would prefer, obviously, that, that you, know, you play those seven, eight guys typically that we've seen in these bigger games, get to that flow first and we, we can find out what everybody else can do you know, when, when, once the game is in hand. Because, again, uh, you're going to be favored big in all of these, but still the margin for error is so thin because you lose any of these, you play too much, and they can really damage what you've built. Can really, uh, you know, what, you know, and, and what you've built is, frankly, uh, you're looking at a four seed right now. You know, uh, you, it, that can stand and come unraveled. You get back to experiment and everything else. So, uh, again, I realize we're going to see a lot more players because of the level of competition, but I hope you can still in that find the flow with your key guys, mm-hmm. with that key seven to eight guys that we know, you know, Penny's kind of boiled it down to in the bigger games. Yeah, no, like, like I agree totally. Uh, what's interesting about Memphis is Lenardi, um, Joe Lenardi from ESPN had a piece up uh, this week about teams um, that have done a really good job with key metrics of preparing themselves for Selection Sunday. And the, and the picture that's used for the piece is David Jones. Uh, and, and Memphis gets big props in this article uh, by Joe Lenardi because this is, I'll just read what he says. With every men's college basketball conference in the country shifting into league play, we've reached a bit of a dividing line in terms of team resume building. It's also fun to put a marker down on a few key metrics, if only as a comparison to what really matters 10 or so weeks from now. A year ago, Rutgers was our one miss on Selection Sunday. The Scarlet Knights had a solid season, posting a combined 10-10 and record in quads 1-2, and winning what many thought was an elimination game over Michigan in their Big Ten tournament opener. At the end of the day, though, the Selection Committee apparently could not get past the Knights' non-conference schedule ranking and the fact that seven of their 19 wins came against quad four competition. Agree or disagree, the committee has been remarkably consistent over the years in separating the final at-large candidates by drilling down on this point. So let's take a look at some of the teams with something to work on or something to be proud of Mm. that could help their chances come March 17th. Um, Interestingly enough, he's got a couple categories here. Don't say we didn't warn you. And Ole Miss is in this category. Ole Miss' non-conference schedule is 331st in the country, which tells you, like, hey, you don't hold up your end of the bargain at the SEC, you might miss the tournament. I mean – That's why they shouldn't be a top 15 team ranked in the country despite the undefeated record. They should not be. That schedule's been awful. Yeah, outside of Memphis, right? But again, you know, they were just trying to put together – it's first season. You're trying to throw together wins and build confidence. I do think, like, that should be, you know – Like, this wasn't put together for seeding for Ole Miss in Chris Beard's first season. Right. Either. That should be sort of taken into account. 100%. Regardless, we move. Smartest guys in the room. And that is where your Memphis Tigers – are mentioned. At the other end of the spectrum are the non-power conference schools looking to maximize their NCAA tournament seating and selection prospects. So let's give our bracketology gold stars to the following uh, teams. And Memphis is sitting there uh, at 34th. Their non-conference schedule is ranked 34th in uh, America behind San Diego State, Oral Roberts, UC Irvine, and there's Memphis. I mean, it does kind of feel like Memphis is like kind of sticks out with this group like Colgate and Dayton and Boise State. And, but, but there they are. He also goes on to say um, that Memphis is winning the right games. Not just scheduling the the games, but winning the right games. Scheduling, of course, is the easy part of the equation. Winning the games that gets you into the tournament is where the rubber hits the road. It's still early, of course, but here are the top performers to date in combined quad one and quad two victories. Memphis, seven and two uh, in quads one and two. As you know, only Purdue 
has as many in America in both quads one and quad two. So um, obviously it's just January and there's a lot of basketball left to be played, but what you are seeing and I, what we know, what we know, but what is being recognized nationally is that this is the best position that these Tigers have been in, certainly under Penny, certainly since Calipari. And, and that's why, you know, when we talk about this team, it, everything is on the table. I don't, I don't, I don't put a limit on these guys. I don't, I don't necessarily say, "Oh, go get the, go get to the final four. I mean, that's not necessarily fair. But I don't, I don't sit here and not think it's possible. Of course, it's possible. I know the computers haven't really loved them yet. They haven't really, um, you know, they haven't fallen in love yet. The Ken, Ken Palm uh, and Haslam and all that. I understand that. But I mean, I with the eye test. I mean, they have everything you need. Yeah, I mean, I. I I got to think that you're feeling particularly good because after predicting, you know, Sweet 16 around here for 10 straight years. I'm, I'm feeling like now's the th- time. This is the one. I feel like so the, <laughs> the pressure's got to be mounting on you, too. And, and you even talked about this in your predictions column that you literally did it last year. Look how close you were. I was very close. Look how close you were. And again, you knock off FAU I didn't, I didn't and you're, sleep and you're probably prediction. in there. Uh, back to the point, rather than giving you credit, you got to give Penny Hardaway credit. Yeah, you got to give yourself as many chances as possible at the at that bite. Well, again, right? and like, you do it with the roster building. You do it with what you've learned, and you do it by, in this case, having to put together a schedule. That's I, right. I don't understand this though. Look on on at the net. It says tenth best non conference schedule. Ken Palm's got him at. 24, 20, non-conference 24, and you just told me on the metric you're looking at their 30th something. Mm-hmm. I don't understand their, how their non-conference schedule is not ranked where the Nets got it, which is right like 10, 11. And Penny even used that number, you know, a top 15 non-conference strength of schedule. I thought it's I, – I, I'm always weirded out by the metrics and how different they are on strength of schedule. What's clear is that this one, and Lenardi points it out to you, it's done what you need to do. You, you've earned the brand-new car, and now it's about driving around for 18 games with, with, without getting a chip on it, without damaging the paint, uh, so that you're driving that thing – you know, right into the selection uh, committee room, and they're going, "Holy cow, this thing still looks as good as it did when it was eleven and two. Yep. Uh, uh, and you came through this this non conference schedule where you were. I mean, that's that is the key difference this year is that Penny's put together this schedule and the way you've navigated it, you've accomplished that mission of of getting out of uh, the spot that Memphis had you. I was listening again to the you know the interview with Penny, the question you asked him about disrespect and having to earn your way mm-hmm. and win your way out of it. Well, you've done it. Through the first thirteen, now it's about not giving it back, and and again, you know, uh, uh, tip of the cap to what you've accomplished so far. But it's not done in the sense that now you got to drive that thing and keep it as nice as it is now through these next eighteen. I mean, that's that's going to be the key for him. Not chip that paint, um, and John's going to end up being right on Sweet Sixteen because uh, your seeding's going to look I mean, a lot better, my, and my, your path's going to look a lot on the better. Line, as you know, I mean, this is this is this has to be the year. For it me. feels like I mean, there's a lot of reasons to believe that this could be just like Kansas State's run, where they had all those transfers last year, and in Tang's first season, you're saying, "Holy cow, look how quick it can come together!" Wouldn't be much different in the sense that you look at all these new faces for Memphis, and you know, Penny Hardaway's put together a run with a a, a team of new guys, and again, in this college basketball world, man, it's experiences. It's uh, it's such a difference maker. Yeah, um, I I, just, I I will say this. I, I commend Penny. You know, on it's 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 one thing to know what you have to do. 
Got to go out there and actually accomplish it, right? Like, and I don't even mean in terms of winning the games, getting the games. That's a lot harder to do than people think. You know, you have to be organized. You have to, like, have good relationships to get these games on the schedule. You know, Virginia at, at a home-and-home, home, I mean, that's a huge thing to get. You know, to have the foresight uh, of Clemson, that they were going to be, you know, good enough to help you in these, you know, that that that's that's growth. It is, you know, having that foresight. So it's all part of the uh it's all part of the, you know, I think case for the job that Penny is doing this year. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. He's 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 I know he's he's not, you know, we're not in that part you know, part of the year where people are having coaching discussions about who's doing the great who's doing great jobs in college basketball, but when you take all of it in totality, what Penny has done, he's he's got to be in that mix. The key to me is veteran point guard. Like, that's one thing about your roster building, that going forward. Yep. You've seen the benefits. Yep. You know, of having that Kendrick Davis, Javon Quinterly type. Um, we've been here where we've seen Penny try to play a five-star, Monty Bates, who wasn't a point guard, try to play him in, at that spot that's so important and it not work out, even with the talent there. You just, you, you know with what he's learned and coming through with where college basketball is, it just feels like that's the one. I mean, and, and you could, listen, David Jones playing at an All-American level, and it may be, he may end up being the difference in terms of a Sweet 16 appearance or deeper. If he's going off and leading you, in a, and that could possibly happen. But the, the, the last two years, because you were knocking on the door of this last year, yep. you were right there, things had lined up, you beat FAU, you get the call you need, you're going to Sweet 16 last year. It feels like the key to me, the key to me, more so than the, five-star point guard or something, man, go get the veteran point guard, you know, that can be that leader for you on the floor. And, um, you know, maybe that's yeah, – there, there will be several common denominators. One of them is just being more experienced throughout your roster. But if you can find that guy each year – Yep. And, and, you know, maybe young is that because he's been in your system. He can take over. But Or maybe there's another guy that's, you know, some fifth-year point guard that's been – I just – having him – to me, has been has been key to a lot of this, John. The last couple of years, and I don't I don't ever want to go back, you know, to where you're trying to figure out either whether you got a point guard at all, right, or or you're you're dealing with a guy who's never been through anything, and you're trying to teach him on the fly with veteran players. You know, I think I, I, I'm pretty sure Penny's probably closed the door on that. This is an area you just stay where you're constantly looking for that veteran guy. I mean, if you don't go get Quinterly at the end of the off season, bro, you know. We're not having this conversation about Memphis being a possible four seed or higher. There's no doubt about it. I don't it. think Jalen Young is doing this. I know you had faith in him, but yeah. I don't think Jalen uh, no, Young's he, got you in the same spot. No, it's, it's a great, it's a great right point. Now. I mean, you, know, uh, you can't you cannot in late, overstate that. Yeah. I mean, it was him, Jaquan, and Jordan. Jordan's out. He's sick. He's gone. Yep. Jaquan, you haven't even really depended on. Not yet. But Quinterly has been key, and much like in the way that Kendra Davis was key. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's a very I, I want to keep getting that guy. Well, yeah, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not you know that shouldn't be taken for granted, right? The fact that you're going out and you're getting you know two straight years, two of the best available point guards in all of the portal. Well, it's key to it. You know, I mean everybody wanted you just said just one thing. Everybody though. wanted Javon right. Quinterly. You got to go out and execute it and get those guys above everybody else. Hell, everybody looked like they wanted Naquan Tomlin too. So you know, resource wise, at one point you're saying I don't have it, I can't get who I want, and then all of a sudden you're getting guys like you know Javon Quinterly that are making the ultimate difference, you know, I've got you in a position like you do now. I want I, I, I want it, I want that to keep happening. I've completely shifted yep. on the, you know, how, how you build a roster. Penny clearly has, and uh, it's working, man. 
it's working. At a high level. So, look, I thought it was interesting. Joe Lenardi had a lot of really good things to say about Memphis and their resume and, and what they've put together so far and how it's probably going to pay dividends for them it's in terms of seeding. Yeah. Now, look, I mean, you have a game that against Tulsa, that all this is going to look stupid if you lose. <laughs> I mean, you're, you know, that's the that's the other part of the equation is like all this goes away. Well, that's college basketball. One you, loss will undo you can be all top of the goodwill and then that you lose built, to quad fours. You know? We've seen it. For Memphis. And the, and, the, and the reality is if you lose a game like this, you can't win enough to undo it. You just can't. Uh, and, and, and not with what you have on your schedule. I mean, I, I would be, I'd be very surprised. So you have to understand that going in, and I think they do, and I think they'll show well tonight. You're a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, again, operation, don't step on the Lego, dog. If you can manage to do that, see you in March. It's almost like I, – I even hate to put it this way, but it's almost like the Tigers are kind of going into hibernation a little bit. You know, it's like we'll see you in a little while in terms of relevant games that, that matter because these won't matter. The only way these matter is if you lose them, and that's a very and again that's a that's a that's a that's an indictment of the league. It's an indictment that you just you, you're not going to be done any favors by your conference. And it, and it, it's good you've already earned the respect. There is no, to your point about you would not be getting it. Yeah, exactly. You would it's not good that you've already earned it. Now you just got to keep it. Yeah, and you I'm, do that by taking care of business. You know. 15-3, 16-2, whatever that's going to be. We, we, we talk Just about, you know, don't wet the bed here. football and how it is. it does matter for football and the playoff and all those things, but I think it matters just as much for Memphis in basketball because you don't need to be in situations where in, 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 unless you get certain games come, you know, and, you know, it, again, you can't just say, assume you're going to get amazing games every single year in the non-conference. Like, that's hard to do. So what happens if those ever dried up? I think the urgency still is just as high in basketball getting out, getting the hell out of this hellhole than it is in, in, in football. I know that's not what the conventional wisdom would say, but um, I, you don't you don't you don't want to be Drake, you know, where you have to go thirty and four every year just to get in. You know, I do. I wonder if at some point, just from a scheduling standpoint, and this will be for down the road, but the penny looks at because I remember and I'm looking at it now. Uh, Cal did it where you would throw in, and Gonzaga at that point was sort of on your level. Yep. But you would throw in that quality yeah. out of conference game, sort of in February. It, look, it, that 2008 season they played Tennessee in February. You know, it broke up the CUSA schedule that 2007-08 season, and and you did that with Gonzaga down the road to where you know maybe there's an opportunity to break up some of this. What, what, to your point, where Memphis is going to be slept on by the national media because if as long as it's winning, nobody's going to care about these wins. But you break it up with possibly throwing in one of those thirteen in the middle in February. You get some people excited, whether it's down the form. I don't know who that is now. I mean, you know, Gonzaga sort of graduated out of that spot where at that point back then you sort of needed each other because you were both in conference slogs that didn't help you at all. But it does make maybe in the future, especially as a dog of conference as the AAC has become now that you can throw in maybe a marquee game in the middle, you know, a nice test too because that's it's not just a from a resume standpoint, it's also from a from a test standpoint because again, you look at this conference and there will be much, uh, much fewer of them of real tests and so I just want if that's some, you know, maybe you go back to, you know, down the road in terms of the way you schedule uh, it certainly seemed to benefit those Cal teams, those seven, oh eight, those later teams. Absolutely. And that Gonzaga matchup was good even for Josh. It went on into those Josh years. You know, maybe it's something you revisit with the schedule here, just because again, your conference schedule, which you can't control, it's just it's so awful. <clears throat> you know, you get you a little test in the middle of it, maybe in the future. No doubt about that. Hey, uh, before we get to Jeff Coggins, we'll tell you about our friends at Shoot Three Sixty. If you have 
a son or daughter, niece, nephew, anybody in the family that loves basketball, this is a great place to take them. Let them see it. Let them experience that technology, the same tech that Steph and Clay and others around the NBA use, backed by NBA vet Thad Young right here in the Memphis area. 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. It's Shoot 360. Go check it out. Yep, you're going to absolutely love it. It's a basketball haven. There's no question about it. All that technology out there. It's not just the shooting technology. You'll see it. These massive, huge interactive video boards that they do the ball handling and passing drills on. It's much like playing a video game. Uh, but it's a reality, baby, and your kids are going to love it. You're going to like it because of the membership options. Um, not going to bust the bank over at Shoot360. They know you're going to want to have your kid out there. Go explore it for yourself. You'll fall in love. We call it the future basketball training in Memphis. Thing is, the future is happening right now. Go see them at Shoot360 at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jeff Calkins is the columnist over at Daily Memphian, host of the Jeff Calkins Show from uh, 9 to 11 here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Uh, it's, it's, it's in vogue now, Jeff, to take uh, shots, uh, to take a torch to people that you've worked with in the past. Uh, really? as, as Cat Williams did. Yes, he went viral. So go ahead. Hey, who, this would be really who, this will be really good. Who Give took us a your shot at who? So Cat to... Williams, famous comedian. Okay. He was on with Shannon Sharp. Club Shay Shay. Uh-huh. And he went at Cedric the Entertainer. He went at uh Ricky Smiley, who I know you're very familiar with. He went at Tyler yeah. Perry. Steve Harvey. Steve uh-huh. Harvey. I know that's a name with uh-huh. that, that's the first name that Jeff is gonna recognize. Yep. Uh Family but, feud host. Yeah. but he went at uh, at all at Kevin Hart. He went at Kevin Hart. And he yeah. ju- he just you know it personally attacked each and every one of these different comedians. So I'd like, say to, because start, they I'd like to start. I think I better start with GP. What an unbearable guy that that guy was to work with. Absolutely, I'm joking. No, this is good. Let's go down the list. <laughs> this is what goes viral. This is good. Gary Gary absolutely uh, uh, a prince of a fellow and a great man and uh, and I have no complaints. With well, him. so let's I let's let's him. have a second. I, 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 yeah. I know I know I know I know we interrupted you while you were in hour, hour two of that two hour and forty six minute interview with Cat Williams, but 
I do want to get your thoughts on the psychology behind oh. things like this because this thing is, again, it, it clearly has not reached uh, Harvard yet, but it will. It will. Harvard's got a lot going on uh, this week. But yeah, it, 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 ripping people at Harvard too. I'll it, say that it, it yeah, will reach Harvard at some there. point. Yeah. Um, but this thing has gone just impossibly viral, and millions and millions and millions of views. I have no doubt that it's going to be Shannon Sharp's most popular episode yet, and it's going to be po- it's its most popular episode yet because of Cat Williams absolutely attacking all these different people. Um, and my point was that if Cat Williams had gone on here and he had said things like, "Oh man, Kevin Hart is just a brilliant." entertainer and i love him so much he's meant so much to me and yeah we wouldn't even be having this we wouldn't even be having no, this it's, isn't that such a black eye for society that we only respond and care about toxicity yeah you know in in terms of yeah i, I mean it's a little bit like man bites dog you know whatever dog that man bites dog is news i mean because to say someone is wonderful hey you don't even know if they they believe that they're wonderful, right? Where someone really rips someone, uh, it's, it is startling. We don't see it every day. It's not just because it's negative. It's also because it's unusual, right? And yes, we do like pettiness. We do like nastiness. We do like gossip. That's just true. Of course we do. So um, I think the interesting question, too, is, is that at what point, in terms of just being a decent human being, at what point, in other words, if someone's a truly bad actor, right, mm-hmm. if someone sexually abuses people or sexually harasses people or does, well, A, you should speak up in the moment, right? But B, if you're, I think to tell the truth about someone who is truly a bad human being in retrospect, is it, which is not just to advance your own name because you just want to be a truth teller, I do think there's, there's, there's something to be said for that. It sounds like this is more of a case of, Eh, ripping someone for for you know for for their own sake, and I don't really see. Yes, I don't really see much admirable about that. Have you have you? Can you think of a time where obviously not as 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 oh. or maybe it was as publicly that you that you did that that you that you found yourself ripping someone for the sake of ripping someone? No, no, no. You, you would I, never I, do that. I, you would a human. I being, have. Though. I mean, listen. There, there's been. I have had colleagues who I haven't who I've had conflicts with before, right. you know, at, ver- at various times. Right. And, and the truth of the matter is some of the ways in which I, like, I don't like the way, if I look back on it, I don't like the way I behaved in some of those disagreements. Right. Like in the end, I think what often happens is. Let's flesh that out a little bit. Let's just sort of get into real detail. On the disagreement, you, 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 as a human being, what you really want to do at some point is win. Right. It's mm-hmm. not even about, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. about like, and in, in the end, you do have to realize you're not going to get along with everybody. Everyone's not going to like you. Mm-hmm. I used to, I used to want everyone to like me. Mm-hmm. I still want everyone to like me, but I used to be kind of obsessed with everybody liking mm-hmm. me. And then at some point you just realize that everyone isn't going to like you and you just have to work together. And, and mostly I get along with people I work with. I think mostly over the course of my life, I have the vast majority of people right. I've gotten along with. Some people I haven't gotten along with, and I'll be honest, some people I haven't respected. And that's probably true. Some people haven't respected me. Right, 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 right. So, right. Well, did, so you ever, did you ever ask yourself why well, you didn't respect that person? And, and who are you talking that, about specifically? I'm not going to come out and tell you the list of the people who I've worked with. Oh, so not clearly respect. it's a pretty long one. It's a list. I mean, no, I mean no, a I'm list like, suggests I, multiple I, I, I people. 
I'm 62 years old. So yes, it, I, I've worked with a bunch of I've worked with a bunch of people, and and um, and so yeah. Can we I, guess? I, no, if we guess, you tell list. us what's no. right. No, there's I don't, I'm just being broadly across the news. Some some people like whatever, like some people you have incredible regard for, and some people you. Oh, well, I wonder how they keep their job. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. that's the way it is in any line of work. No, you're right. You're right. But, A, most people aren't interested. The, the names, partly the reason that it, it matters that Cat Williams is saying this is that is that people know who this cat is, and then people know who the people that they're ripping it. Oh, of course. Whereas if you're at the, work at MLG and W, nobody cares. Like if, if Dave from MLG and W goes on social media and starts ripping his colleagues, well, I guess in the MLGW circles, they pay attention. But beyond mm-hmm. that, we don't care about Dave, and then we don't care about the people he's ripping. But I think I, I do think that our listening audience would be interested in the name <laughs> that, that you're vast, talking. The vast majority of people I have uh, I have gotten along with. Uh, and uh, but there's been a few notes. I can. I mean, look, I, I I could do the same thing, and it would be just as damn explosive. Okay, don't get don't get me wrong. But yeah. what would be fun? What 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 would be advanced by that? <laughs> exactly right. That's and exactly right. Matter, that is exactly right. The, anyone you would rip, if they went on, they'd do the same thing. They'd have they their own be version. Back, and they might actually have. There might be just as much merit to what they're saying as what I'm no, saying. I. No, I don't think you so. Know? I don't necessarily. In my case, I definitely don't think so. But but. <laughs> But uh, but no, you're you're right. It's like why open that why open that Pandora's box and just a back and forth of just unnecessary pot shots. I totally. Uh, but it's, uh, it, this is true. About it, like you're talking about comedians. If a if an, an NFL player you know came out and said, "Man, you know, uh, uh, playing with 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 Joe was just one of the great experiences of my life." It's not a headline. If he comes out and says, "Playing with Joe, what a." horrible human being that was well wasn't it justin jefferson said uh kirk cousins wasn't a top top 10 yeah he he wasn't a top five quarterback it's because it's unusual yeah so we're petty and whatever else but it's also sort of we don't we don't see it every day and thank god for that like well it's one of the reasons that we're you're noticing it is because we don't see it every day because most people don't see feel the need to go out and destroy other people that's true uh jeff i thought, thought you did a tremendous job this morning with john DiFilippo the Memphis Showboats coach and the research that you had done, clearly. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia. Is it, we, 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 it was unusual that you did the research, so we I noticed. Don't, I don't think unusual. he was... Pro- now you're ripping me. No, I'm just right saying it was unusual, so we noticed. And it was you guys, a compliment. You guys got along very swimmingly. There was no question about how well you got along with him. Uh, I am curious. This all starts in March. We going to get behind it this year? You know? No. Okay. Even with the merger well, and the rock on board? I think we'll get behind it. I don't know. Did we get behind it last year? Not really. But the rock not wasn't from an, involved. Not from an attendance standpoint. Now it was oh, just I, USFL it, last year. This, this is, is the U. This yeah, is the UFL. I mean, in the end, it's it's a happy diversion. I I hear I'm behind it, and that if people want to go and drink a beer and watch spring football, that sounds great. As for me. In late March, I plan to be watching the city's team advance to the Sweet 16. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and perhaps beyond. So, that's going to be the focus. Now, I will say this. Seems unlikely we'll, it'll have to compete with, with Grizzlies playoffs. So, so there's that advantage. that the, uh, so right, the, the schedule will be opened up. I don't think that the fact that the two leagues have merged, like John DeFilippo was great on the show, entertaining. He's had an interesting career. He was great. And, um, and he made the point that the, the quality of the football is going to be so much better because yep. instead of having two leagues, you just have one league. Well, 
you know, once upon a time, when we had the Canadian Football League, there was just one league. When we had the XFL, there was just one league at the time. Like last year, there were two. Mostly there's one. And mostly spring football is what it is. It's a diversion, and it's a TV product. My buddy Fishman said, is, is, what's the reason for this team? And I said, oh, that's easy. The reason's TV. Like they just like sports on TV. What's the reason for all these bowl games? Same thing. It, it, there's not some great demand for them. It's, uh, it's television programming. And that's the reason for it. And no one's sort of fooled about that. And so, um, and it's not like, it's interesting. We're seeing right now, um, you know, there, it, women's basketball is becoming uh, more compelling. And they just started a women's hockey league and that's becoming more compelling. And there's, there's a lot of, it does feel like different sports are growing. Almost all of those sports that are growing and are captivating us from a graph, they are the best of what they are. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it is the best, the, the WNBA, which is catching, you know, is the best women's basketball that there is. But the second best of something is always going to be a little bit of a struggle. You know, we know that all of those players, if they could, would be on an NFL taxi squad, right? And so it does take just a little bit of the, of the, you know, uh, the, the zip out of it. But can it be fun? Sure, I think it can be fun. You went to a game, didn't you? I did when they were five and three. You know, I, I was. I said, I'm going to be a part of this turnaround. I think it was at one five yeah. in a row after a bad start. We was went. It fun? Uh, no, just because of the way the game. And then when there was yeah, a monsoon man. that day, yes. Oh, know. monsoon. And then right. I mean, they finished five and five, so it wasn't one of the better teams in the league. But you know, hopefully that can change. Hopefully that you know, I'm with you. It can be a diversion. It can be something else to do on on a spring day in Memphis. That can be. Oh, I wasn't thing. gonna. I wasn't gonna go until I heard your interview with John DeFilippo. So well, you especially the me. staff. The staff news you broke, Jeff. Like yeah. his staff's yeah. legit. The, that got me excited. His staff's legit. I put down a deposit today because well, of I your mean, interview. He's, 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 I mean, it is interesting. Like, he's the, all the in. career that he has had is fascinating. I mean, he was the quarterback coach for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, he, was, he had two different stints with the, with your beloved Raiders. Hell, he's coached both of your teams. He's been to the Bears, too, yep. He's been the Bears, OC, and he's been the Raiders. What, what a football life. Twice. And he's only like 40, uh, 42 or 43, 45 years old. Young he's 45 man. 45 years old. He's had 15 stops since college. Uh, and um, so, I don't know. Like, he's, he is an entertaining guy, you know, and and he also has this deal where on Friday nights, whatever he likes to go, he's going to, it feels like he's going to embrace the city. He goes out to eat, you know, somewhere in the city, but on Friday nights, he's going to embrace the city. So, the extent that I, I thought all along, even last year, they did a very good job of trying to get the the message out, didn't you think? Like they they were always doing something. I thought they were always popping up somewhere and whatever else. I thought they were very aggressive about it, and so that was great. I thought they did what they could do. Now, one of the interesting questions will be, and I heard you talking about this with Mark yesterday. How does all this intersect with the work that's going to supposed to be happening on the football stadium? You know, like at some point that's got to start, right? And you would think by then, some point yeah. it is interesting. Back when they were like, "We've got to get this money so we can start on January second on the audit." You know, yep. that seems to have gone away. That urgency seems to have gone away. Uh, but obviously, they will start on the you know on on the Liberty Bowl at some point. Maybe though, it feels like it'll be uh, you know the big work at least after after this football season, spring football season's over. Yeah, we're talking to Jeff Coggins here on the show, joins us every Thursday. Uh, so Grizzlies lose last night to the uh, to the Toronto Raptors at home. And, and, and it really does just kind of feel it's getting tough. too tall, right? I mean, it just, like, I, as much as I'd love, and they are better with Josh, like, they're not going to be better enough. 
to overcome the the hole they were in. And I feel like when you lose games like last night, and look, they'll win games they're not supposed to win. I I understand that, but it's like you you just can't afford to have slip ups like that when you're trying to come out of a six and nineteen fog. Yeah, it feels like they're not going to be better enough, right? And and what it underlines to me is, well, of course, the hole that they dug, right? Um, and then, then if you know, we saw what happens when Jaws sick and misses a game, then they're right back to being the outfit that they used to be. But even at their, you know, basically, it wasn't fully healthy last night because uh, Vince wasn't healthy and Derrick Rose wasn't healthy and whatever else. But basically, that was your best players were healthy last night. And even there, without Steven Adams, without Brandon Clark, they're they have a huge, I mean, they have flaws that they did not have last year, right? And they are a limited team. They have probably the worst center situation in the league. And so, like, some people were complaining that Tillman got the, he had DNPs, and all of a sudden the last night he got the start, where that seems erratic. Like, that's the kind of thing we once upon a time would have criticized Penny for, right? But the truth of the matter is, I don't think it really matters whether you start Bismack, Biombo, or Tillman. They're both bad answers. there's no when there's no right answer you know who really you know at some point might they start Santi and just move Jaron to the five and you know whatever I don't know what I don't think there's a right answer there and then you know and then if if Kennard isn't hitting threes and they're they're a bad shooting team uh Marcus Smart is not you know it's certainly maybe because of his hand but he's not shot the ball well they're they're not a sound they're not a team that's going to win seven out of ten games going forward. They're a team that might win you know five point six games of their out of ten games going forward. And that's as you point out, John. That's not going to be enough to climb out of the hole that they've dug. Doesn't feel like anyway. So we can focus on Penny for now and the city's team, as you said. So we can focus on what our caller. I mean, it is a good, it is the best the thing going on in the sports A hundred percent. It is the best thing that will happen this year, right? It feels like. It feels like this calendar year, what could happen this year, yep. what could happen. It's been a long time since we've had a run, you know? It's been a long time since we've had a run. And those are fun. Like, you, you, you think back to how much fun it is when you can, you know, get to the second weekend. It's fun, and it's been a long time. And if they can, you know, if they can put forth a run, um, you know, it'll 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 uh, it'll be quite something, and a testament to Penny's resilience. Um, you know, his his creativity and the way that he's addressed issues, and um, yeah, and honestly, I think at this point, well deserved if they can put that kind of run together. Yeah, there were some there were some moments in the Penny Hardaway era where I had genuine concerns, like okay, it, it, it are the things that sort of need to. Ha- that, that need to happen going to happen. And, and they have. <laughs> I mean, they really have. And I think, you know, it really is a situation where you look back in 2018, okay, he, he had to have that five years. He had to have that, you know, he had to go through some things, <clears throat> you know, as a college basketball coach. Like, you just, you, you, you just you're still. It's funny. Did he have, like, was this man, that, like, let's just. Yes, I went, think so. I personally. You went do. back and said James Meisman was eligible the whole time. And there was an NCAA tournament. That, you know, just the, the road oh. not that didn't happen. Could they not have, like, did it have to be this hard? You I don't know. know. I, mean? I, I know for me as a person, and I'm not saying Penny is this way, but the way it's always been for me as a person, I have always learned far more from failure than I have from success. 
So right. um, you know, I just I just feel like it's easier when when things go wrong because it's like it's it's just jarring. It's like oh my god, that was a disaster. Money Bates was a disaster. Not having a point guard was a disaster. You know, not having. Um, you know, somebody and on my had, you think he had to learn those things. Well look, he, it's, he he's it's kept the, he's kept the former head coach yeah. on his staff now. You know, like that 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 took a he sort of always has. Had, well, there were a couple of years there where that was not the case. Couple of years and then he and then he went with Larry Brown, then he had uh Frank Haith, now he's got Rick Stansbury. Like this that seems to be a thing now. You know, like I, I think when you when you learn out of you know, things born out of not getting things done the way you want them to I think you you never that that sticks with you. It stays with you, and and I think scheduling, recruiting, the way he's you know he had to learn. Man, I don't need young guys the anymore. Building, yeah. You know, I, I need. It's a, incredible to think that here's a guy who, when he was hired, people would yeah, he's just going to get his East guys right, like mm-hmm. well yeah whatever he's, and here he is, and what he just did with Tomlin, like the way that he has. Like it's the same things that enable him to have been a really charismatic, successful recruiter at the high school level of high school kids. It sort of translates here, although NIL is obviously. A, a, but the fact that he is able to do it like either way, it's kind of like it, it's sort of the he's like choose your weapon. I'll be and you know whatever the I'll, I'll be either way. It's kind of amazing what he has done. That's what to me is the most impressive thing about all of this. And he seems, honestly, like he doesn't seem beaten down by it. He doesn't. No. He seems to enjoy it as much as he ever has. Agreed. And it's a lot more fun when you're in the top 15 and winning and beating. When you got seven quad one and two wins. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, flip that around. You know, I mean, it's uh, that'd be pretty miserable for everybody involved. So I'm glad, I'm glad that's not happening. I'm very glad that uh, it's going this way. And uh, it seems like, yes, they're going to make a run here. And I like the way you put it. I like the... Um, this is the don't step on a Lego part of the schedule. I think that's yep. exactly the issue. Do this not is, be, do not. It's a minefield of Legos for the. That's next right. Hey, it's a Lego land, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's all this is about to be for the next month uh, and a half, actually two yeah. months. Have you stepped there. on a Lego? Has, is that a, is that? Oh, uh, I step on all kinds ever, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I step on everything, man. Ridiculous. Any parent has done that. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, and I, you know, my, my immediate thought is, Sam, what the hell are you doing leaving this in the middle of the floor? You know, it's just anger and, and pain. It's pain, and it's an undescribable pain. It's just really uh, – it, Shock and pain. It's like losing FAU in the first round. You know, it's just it was so close. So that close. Was bad. Okay, man. Thanks. Thank you, Jeff. Hey, it's good to be on. Yep. See ya. He is Jeff Calkins. joins every Thursday here on the show. Te- te- technically, it's Riley leaving it on the floor, right? It is technically Riley. But, but you, you blame Sam. You can't blame the can't blame the baby. You know, you got to blame. You can't blame the baby. That's who how you teach it, the baby. Who left it in the floor? You, you know? have to teach the baby not to do that. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. But it's like you can't fire the players. You got to fire the coach. So we're going straight to the coach. Wow, that's damn, just, Taylor. My wife would divorce me if I said that. Yeah, you know, I- I'm gonna be honest with you. That is so far down the list of things I worry about. <laughs> I wasn't picking on it, you, John, either. It, I just, I, I just mean, I was thinking like, out loud. Of if she wanted to leave, she <laughs> would have left. That's just how I feel about the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, go be my guest if you if you don't like the way you got if you don't like how it is, be my guest. I'm sorry, but that's the wrong attitude. No, it's the attitude. It is, if you don't like it, okay, no. the door is open. <laughs> I mean, it just is. And nice. it, it, you it, know what it, my wife would say? I ain't leaving that Peace. thing locked. I, hey, that thing is wide open. You can walk out anytime you like, and it don't happen. So, 
I mean, <laughs> keep on. Keep so, on playing. <laughs> so far, so good, man. So far, so good. All right, we'll come back, wrap this thing up on a Thursday. Jason and John. I- Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Turn FM, ESPN. Oh, yeah. Well, Memphis Group at the real estate agency is your friend when it comes to buying and selling a home. Hey, interest rates probably going to come down in 2024, which may mean um, you want to get back into the market. That's great. And the good news for you, if you're listening, is that we've got a team just for you. That's the Live Love Memphis team. They can help you get the most money for the current home, help you negotiate, get a great deal on your dream home. On the other end, that's what they do every single day. They take situations that might feel hopeless or impossible or just downtrodden, and they turn them into magic. What they do every day, reach out, soulofliveloveMemphis.com. Growing, too, just opened in Nashville. You got the Live Love Nash group now uh, to go with their work now in DeSoto County and what they've done for folks here in Shelby County and the city of Memphis. So if you know someone and looking to buy or sell in the Nashville area, Jen can help them, too. You can slide them that number, 901-625-5200. Again, 625-5200 number I called five years ago. So grateful and thankful that I did change my situation. Recently helped out Alvin. He, too, at a home in Raleigh. Uh, but as we've said, whatever neighborhood you're in, particularly that Germantown area that Jen knows like the back of her hand, all over them. We're spreading out to Nashville. We're expanding. That's because Live Love's so good at what they do. Give Jennifer Carstensen a shot. She's going to get you more money for your home than you probably think you can get. Again, 901-625-5200. It's the Live Love Memphis, Live Love Nash, and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. So Draymond Green is going to miss his 11th game tonight um, after he had the the whatever the hell you want to call it with Nurkic. Uh, he's going to miss his 11th game tonight, and he is expected to return to the Warriors facility in the coming days. Uh, to start ramping up to resume play. Um, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver has the final say on that timeline, but it is believed that Draymond Green will have satisfied the league's requirements to return once he is deemed properly ramped up to play. So if it ends up being 11, 12, what was his first one? Is it five? Five. Five. So it's going to end up being a little more than double, which is, you know, I think, come on, man, you've now missed – you know, eleven games or or, or sixteen games <clears throat> total, and in these in these last eleven, Warriors are six and five. Like they clearly need you, man. They clearly need you. You're hanging on to what eleven? Yeah, they're in the eleven spot I mean, right now, sixteen, seventeen. I mean, and, I, and we're starting to hear like these guys all think it's over. These guys think this is the last I'm ride. Referring to that Clay Thompson interview. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last year kind of I think said it. You know, when you barely beat the Kings, 
What's and crazy is that Steph's still at a championship level. Oh, yeah, he, he While everything it. else is sort of wilted around him, and they haven't figured out a way to sort of integrate the new guys. And, yep. and, and we thought at one point it could be seamless, and it's been anything but that. That's and true. And he's still got Steph sitting there playing at a championship level with all this mess around him. And so you feel bad for him. Again, just the work he's put in the way he carries himself. Even though as Grizzlies fans, somebody's gone against him as a rival. Um, because it's, it is. It's the end of a dynasty. And you're you're watching it sort of all come unfolded here, and yeah, and, and you know, again, I'm not crying for him because it's always going to come to an end. But to see Steph still at that level and know, man, if he was on a different team or if this looked a little different, they could still be competing. Yeah, tough because he's. It just feels like he's wasting miles. He's running all the miles now, and ain't, ain't going to get him anywhere. Those championships, at least with this iteration of Golden State, they're done. I don't. Yeah, I, I was going to ask Drew that though. You think he'll be that guy that spends the entire career there? See, at some point, I think no. I think Steph certainly is going to want greatness again. Yeah, and because he's still at that level, you know, maybe there's a time where he's seeking to get out. Yeah, you know, I Golden think, State. I, he's such a draw, and you need him, John, to sell those tickets out there. That's, for that's a good point. You know, so they, I'm sure they'd never want to let him go. But right. watching all this wilt around you and the way they've handled it, I got to think at some. I mean, point, yeah, because you're Bob right, like, Myers has moved on. You know what I'm exactly. saying? The GM and it's like. At some point, if you're stiff, you want to go try to win another one. Clay is gone. Oh, that's done, bro. Draymond's gone. It's like, you know, why do I have to be the one that stays? Why do I have to be the one that, you know, toils? And he got a few more really good ones, it feels like. I, I would think maybe so. Maybe a couple more I mean, really I would say more than Chris Paul when Chris Paul was at this stage. In his, yeah. I mean, Chris Paul even went to Phoenix, you know, and had that chance. So, you know, I would definitely say that that's, it's going to be weird. And I don't know where that spot would be. Would it be like a Boston or something with Jason Tatum? Like, I don't know. They but, look pretty good as is. Yeah, like somebody, some place like that. Miami, could you could be, you know? But I think Steph definitely deserves because he's playing too well. I know, you know, and his game is one. At that's, least one more crack at it. Yeah, his, he ain't gonna his, get a gold his game is pretty set up to you know be able to withstand a little bit of drop off of athleticism and speed. Oh sure, he shoots the ball. And he's so cerebral. Yeah, I would like to see Steph push for one more. I really because it ain't gonna happen in Golden State. Last right. year, I thought they might. And they just they don't have enough. No, it's done so. Because the young guys they have there, Kaminga and Moody, and it's just like, nah, they're not gonna they're not gonna cut it for him, you know. Um, and so it's a hard thing to be able to do after a you know, because I'm sure you you last there this long, right? You, you don't want to cut ties. It's like, do I want to win a championship again? Do I want to feel that again? I think he's kind of guy that will, especially at the level he's playing. So anyway, that's gonna do it for us today. Thanks to Jeff Caucus for joining us on the show. Thanks to Drew Hill for joining us as well. Gene and Jeffrey are up next. Don't touch that dial. Stick around. For Jason, I'm John. Gone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 